0: Another near no-no. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is Leading Off, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of books. It's me, Joey P. Joe P. Zappia with me today is the Welsh. And, of course, it's you, the Peanuts, the Cracker Jacks the randos as some of you mm-hmm. like to call yourselves nowadays but i think that's like day three of this is kind of old already so it was funny for like the first day maybe two and now it's like okay just yeah you know, it'll uh, have it shine go.
1: again though don't worry it'll come back like it'll it'll oh, make sure. it come back like next week or something everyone will love it again
0: there you go uh and uh speaking of loving it let's get to some baseball let's get to some news and we'll start of course with another near no, no. So close to the near no nos. Oh my goodness. Well, this time it was Tyler Anderson, two outs, uh, come so close, so close only to fade away. And it's funny how I remember, I think it was 91 was the year. I want to say it could be wrong. Where we had seven, no hitters or something crazy like that. Like every day you woke up, there was another no hitter. Yeah. Uh, it's just fascinating that we are getting so many of them or those close to no hitters because people don't change their approach with two strikes. People don't, um alter what they're trying to do. They they don't try to just get on base. It's a different game. So therefore these types of outings, I feel like, are certainly more um or teams are more susceptible and offense is more susceptible to being no hit. Can I ask you,
1: what is Mm -hmm. your definition of a almost no hitter? Is it going into the ninth? Is it going eight innings? Is it going seven innings? I think ninth ninth okay. is ninth is okay. you got close that was you were right there because that seems once to be you unanimous. get to the ninth
0: inning i think that's it I asked,
1: yeah i asked bogman about that because I, I i feel like this is becoming the season of almost no hitters maybe you could also throw in guys that are pulled you know that have a no hitter and pulled in six that's kind of like a missed opportunity and then guys that lose it in the eighth it feels like a lot of close opportunities this season and uh,
0: back-to-back nights that's fun that's fun well our- our boy JP was having fun. He got Tyler Anderson on a waiver wire claim yesterday. So hope you started him. Yeah, uh, that's uh, <laughs> if you did. It was probably a good night for you. Uh, Also, good night for Spencer Strider. Ooh, fourteen, baby, and you were all over that. Well, she loved the Strider yesterday. Wow. Well, so
1: well, well, good well, job. I love Strider in general. Um. Maybe you heard me say I liked the under six and a half strikeouts, but it was the sixteen oh. and a half strikeouts. Joe, It was actually sixty. Oh, I liked him at sixteen under. That's what it was. Was what it mm. was. Hey, I love Strider, and I've been. Here's the problem. I've been wanting to say that I want to take it every single game. So of course, mm-hmm. the first time I'm like, oh, I'll take the under. He had had only hit it twice. He got like 120 pitches. Like they let him
0: completely go. Right. So now it is Team Strider full force. And how long does that force last? You know, because he is a younger pitcher. He was a guy pitching out of the bullpen. So do you believe this is a guy you can, you can start and be happy about and confident in for the next two months? Or do you think this is a guy that could take you all the way to the end of the wire here? I think he could take you to the end of the wire. The problem could be is they
1: could easily switch him. They could throw him back into that, like right. uh, leveraged reliever role, but he's a strikeout magnet and he's really finding his rhythm. I asked a question on in this league a couple weeks ago strider versus ashby people lost their mind they're just like oh how could you ask this how could this be a question oh uh, look at what that question look at it now it's because yeah. of strider and his strikeout ability that's exactly why you asked that question so yes if um if he continues starting he's got like a mid two era strikeouts through the roof he threw it had 11 last night it's a huge performance this is the type of guy and if he keeps it up he can get into that uh, McClanahan territory where mm-hmm. he is a must play from K props moving forward the rest of the year.
0: Now, here's a question for you too. If Soroka comes back, is that going to be the guy that bumps him There's, out of the rotation? Or I,
1: I? I would be shocked if they just let Soroka like go. I would imagine Soroka has got to be babied. Um, now here's the thing. They could piggyback. You know, we talk a lot about piggybacks. Sure. They would make sense as a piggyback. Don't go nuts with Strider and, you know, maybe make those two be a seven inning guy. But if Soroka were to start, And Strider were to be your inning four, five, six, and seven, he gets the win. And in four innings, a guy can strike out eight. So if it's at this point, five and a half strikeouts, you always are going to bet the over on Strider. That's just what you should do. Six and a half, I'm probably going to cherry pick the bad strikeout teams, but I'm going to hope Strider is going to be able to maintain this
0: because he has looked phenomenal. Manny Machado also looked phenomenal. More on him a little later in the show, but he did it a home run, drove in four yesterday against the Cubs. Ooh boy. The Cubbies, things are not going well there for the Cubs. And Manny Machado is certainly uh, on another hot streak himself. Ahmed Rosario hit a home run, scored four runs. Uh, Jack Flaherty yielded four runs, two earned in his first return. So there you go. Jack Flaherty back. Very exciting for fantasy owners everywhere. Adley Rutschman finally got the big one off. He got the big home run his first. Congratulations, Adley Rutschman. Good for you, kid. Touch them all. Uh, Hopefully he hits many more. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle also went deep twice, but Mike Mayer did not pick him. So I'm not Mm. sure, like, like, what happens then? Does does
1: Mountcastle really hit a homer if Mike Mayer doesn't choose him in the Mm. contest?
0: That's a good philosophical question to ask. Is it really a homer? I think that's part of it. And I think the other part of it is I always, I always feel like Mike Mayer is just in his basement writing the letter, like in the M and M video where he's just like talking to him. It's like, yeah. you hit a home run the other day. You know, I didn't pick you. What's up with that. You know, Dear Ryan, I saw you hit that Homer. I was yeah, really the ball was flying. I was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> For all the hits, not seeing uh, you. Know, you has but me when you dying. hit balls without yeah. me, you make me feel like a little bitch. Uh, no, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> rafael Devers also uh homer in his fourth straight game, so Devers has been red hot as well. Some injuries though to deal with, there always is. Uh, something good, some bad. We had Ryu who underwent his surgery, so that happened pretty quickly. Uh, and then Andrew Heaney, uh, looks like he could return on Sunday for the Dodgers. A uh, question about Heaney if he's out there in the waiver wire, you adding him and how many starts before you want to throw him into a lineup if you have the if you have the ability to wait let's just say i know some people don't have the ability they're just grabbing at straws but when it comes to andrew heaney how many good starts do you need before you feel confident just one
1: uh he was really oh yeah he was a beast uh, to, to start the year it was one of those things where we saw Heaney and we were just like oh my gosh is this actually happening and he's gone that's what we did um, he had uh, a little over. I know I was actually almost close to fourteen K per nine. Didn't give up uh, earned run. His xFIP was sitting in the twos. Wasn't walking guys at a crazy clip. Um, it was only over those two games. There's an argument to be had that, pending the matchup, I might just throw him back out there. But you always should be cautious about guys in their first start back and not really worry about it. A lot, Flaherty. I would give Mm. him one and then I would get him back out there because he was a strikeout machine. The Dodgers have obviously they've got something going down where revived careers of Tyler Anderson. Gonsolin looks like an ace at this point. And (laughs) Heaney was this was those guys before he got hurt. He was the first of this entire crew that looked like, oh, my gosh, he might be completely career revived in LA. So yeah, is, is Dominic as a strikeout guy? He is. I'd love to see him come back and show more of that. And then he's a must start. He's not a streaming guy. He's a must start moving forward. As long as this injury isn't, um, isn't lingering.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. He's a must and, pick up uh,
1: if he's is actually sitting out. Oh no, hundred
0: percent. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's still rostered in most leagues, but I, I mean, I wonder what that percentage is. I mean, my guess is he's probably available still in like 35% of leagues, something like that. We um, might guess. Yeah, I'm going to look while, that you're, while you're going. I'm going to look out. and curious, like yeah. CBS if I, can, if I can find his roster percentage. Uh, here's a good question, too, and we'll get to some more of the injuries. Brant Cox wants to know, would you rather have Buxton or Springer rest of season? For me, this is an interesting one. I get where you're coming from. In a points league, I want Springer because I, can, I find him more dependable in that sort of format. But if it's Roto, then I'm going to roll the dice with Buxton. Both these guys are always injury risk anyway. I mean, Buxton, the king of injury risk. But... That's how I, I mean, I think I take the risk in Roto because of the stolen bases and they're hard to find. But uh, Welsh, is it just blanket Buxton for you as usual? I mean, with your binky. Let's give me a break here. What are we talking about? Yeah, it's Buxton. (laughs) Mike Mayer is singing the Dido part of that song right now. If you didn't like the video right directly after the Ryan Mountcastle rap, I don't know. I don't know. I I question your choices.
1: And I'm wondering why. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes. Good. Starling Marte day-to-day with a wrist contusion. Kevin Kiermaier leaves the game with an Achilles injury. Jordan Hicks though, ready for rehab assignment with that forearm issue. So uh, that's good news for the Cardinals getting another pitcher back. So the Cardinals, you know, making their push, getting Flaherty back, getting Hicks back, getting healthy. It's real good. Uh, speaking I've... of healthy, can we oh, go again? Oh yeah,
1: we got Heaney if you want it. Uh, what's your oh, you? Yeah, yeah, what do you, what do you uh, guess his roster percentage is? I think he's rostered probably in 65% of leagues pretty close 75% of leagues and CBS okay, is format. So what that'll probably mean is like Yahoo. I bet it's closer to 50 ESPN, probably 40. My favorite stat is that it is 3% started still dear Ryan. Mm-hmm. I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell pager and my home phone at the bottom.
0: I like it. <laughs> yeah. My rap's better. We're doing the whole. Uh, we- <laughs> All right. Can we talk about this at 29 years old, Manny Machado joins MLB royalty. He's got 1,500 hits, 250 homers. The list of players in this company is staggering. Manny Machado, Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols, Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey Jr., Eddie Murray, Ron Santo, Orlando Cepeda, Frank Robinson, Hank Aaron, Eddie Matthews, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Mel Ott, Jamie Foxx, Lou Gehrig, and Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones is the only guy who's not in the Hall of Fame in that group. That's pretty stunning. And I think Andre Jones is a Hall of Famer with the best center fielders I've ever seen. So I have no problem with him ever getting in, but wow, that is, that is 1500 hits
1: and 250 homers before the age of 30. That list. Andrew Jones is an absolute uh, travesty. And I just want to point out his son is pro is probably the best baseball player in this upcoming draft and will could go number one unless the Orioles are going to go cheap. And then he would come to my Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Drew Jones is a phenomenal, ridiculous talent. Andrew Jones should be in the Hall of Fame. It makes me sick. But that is an insane list of guys. That, you know, I rag on these like weird, like, hey, we put everything together and we're going to create this little <laughs> fun stat. No, but when, that is when you see these, when they're attached to like insane names with this type of scope. Okay, I'm in like this is a ridiculous list. Look, from Machado.
0: It's ridiculous. And these are all the guys before 30. Every single one of them is a Hall of Famer. We're talking all MLB greats. I mean, Ron Santo and Cepeda may be a little bit. I mean, when you're dealing with the A Rod and Pujols and Cabrera totals and the Frank Robinson, Mickey Hank Mano. Aaron, Mickey Mano, yeah. Willie Mays, Jimmy Fox, Double X, Lou Gehrig names, I mean, it's stunning. So there there's definitely a tier and there's another tier, but the whole tier is Hall of Famers, except for Andrew Jones, who, again, I think he should be. Uh, I'm curious if you think he's Andrew Jones. Let's put it to a, a little bit of a. Uh, A little bit of a vote here. Uh, Andrew Jones, Hall of Famer. Yes or no in the chat right now. Let's see how many people think yes or no for Andrew Jones. If they had a vote, would they vote for him? And again, if you want to get in on this, subscribe to Fancy Bros MLB. So you can drop that in the chat. Um, I
1: don't know real quick. I don't know if it matters for everybody, but he played 17 years. Just reminding hat just fell short of 2000 hits four hundred and thirty four homers so just short of the 500 152 uh, stolen bases wait how many homers did he have 400 and how many 452 career homers or 50 okay. um and 368 of those came with atlanta he played for atlanta for 12 years this is probably one of the things that holds him back 254 career batting average which wasn't what was great. the ops though uh ops was eight tw- uh da, 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 o- P- ops was 823 uh, over his right. career above
0: 800 you got me listening he at did least. not How many
1: stolen bases did he have he had 152 so over not 17 years that's,
0: yeah that's so uh,
1: that's a problem here he hadn't hit 250 since 2006 which means he finished his final six years of his career hitting under 250 the guy was one of the more predominant uh, defensive players players in major league baseball history i mean honestly if we're talking like center field so incredible defender pretty good solid home run numbers hits are kind of there but storm Mm -hmm. bases down batting average down i
0: guess defense just matters for me i mean it's the same reason i think keith hernandez should be in the hall of fame if you're the best defensive player your position every year for a decade and you hit as well then i don't understand how you're not a hall of famer yeah i mean he's not a good center fielder he is Game-changing center field. He we're talking like 10, Jim Edmonds should be in the Hall of Fame too.
1: That's nuts. 10 straight gold gloves from 1998 to 2007, 10 straight. He also finished inside uh, MVP award uh, inside the top three once, and he made five all-star
0: games uh, in his time. So just throwing it out there. See, I keep saying Jim Edmonds for years too. I was appalled that he was one and done on the ballot because that, I mean, he's got 393 homers. Okay, so he's got less homers, but career 284 hitter, uh, a career OPS of 903. 903, a career OPS of 903, a 284 hitter, one of the best defensive first center fielders I've ever seen in my entire life. And he was one and done on the ballot. It was absurd. Andrew Jones or Jim Edmonds? By the way, Jim Edmonds. Jim Edmonds.
1: uh, Jim Edmonds' wife. Was on Real Housewives of something, and yes. Jim Edmonds showed up. <clears throat> he wasn't yeah, great. No, he's, he's he was a dude. He no, wasn't no, the no. cool.
0: He wasn't. He wasn't a uh, cool guy. He was a cool guy. In Were all you the and Long Mayor way. watching that and D, and talk about it in Slack yesterday? Uh, you guys we'll, watching the, uh, we'll the Real it Housewives? It mayor, you want to start a little group? The, how I did you end up seeing I this? I don't. My wife
1: watches it. So like, if oh, okay. I was like laying in bed, mm-hmm. I would look over, and then, um, and you know, hey, listen, it's not the worst show to watch on mute uh, sometimes. And, uh, I see Jim Edmonds. So I got a little bit interested and I was like, Ooh, Jim Edmonds, not yeah. the coolest mm.
0: guy on the planet. No, no, no. I mean, he Ew. might be the coolest guy, but not, not a good guy no. <laughs> necessarily. No, it's, no, not no, no. it's not the hall of fame and nice. It's not the hall of nice. Yeah, that's true. It's baseball. And once again, I just, I, I'm appalled that, you know, Ozzie Smith is automatically a home, a uh, hall of famer. He never hit for any power in his career. He was an amazing center field, uh shortstop. I don't understand. Why we don't apply that to other positions? Like, why doesn't that matter? Why does it only matter at shortstop because you know, he was fun to watch because he played for the Cardinals because he was had a fun nickname and he did flips? I mean, that does not fair. You it's know, I'll ridiculous. tell
1: you, I'll tell you, you're not wrong about the intangible stuff. I think what's funny <laughs> is the Gold See, Gloves are what even
0: even Wonky says it. Ozzy Smith did backflips, yeah. Joe. That's why. I think I mean, uh, come back on. with
1: Andrew Jones just real quick. Uh, I think the problem is is the defensive prowess is being taken into this because if you just look at the stats. There's not Hall of Fame worthy stats alone, like under 500 homers, not 2000 hits, a 254 career batting average. A guy only hit over 300 once in his Mm -hmm. entire career. The only reason we're still talking about him is because of the defense. So it is one of those things where I don't think we have to be like, man, why does the defense matter more? It really does. That's why we're still in this list. But I will say, you know, you look at the impact of the early part of his career. Good Lord. He made that list of all those players. He just had a really... Not great fall. Maybe a bigger question could be this. If he had ended his career five years earlier, uh, or even cut it short, you know, 31, 32, and just had that shorter stint, you know, and and went off into the wild boo yonder with all of those uh, gold gloves. Would we give him the Terrell Davis type of thing? It's a short career, but it was incredible. Uh, I always
0: feel like those players, the players you don't see decline, you always have a different feeling for. But then I'm also the guy that looks at Paul Canerco stats over his career and go, look at this guy every year, putting up incredible numbers, 3,100, like every year for a decade. And nobody seems to care about me. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get the criteria for the hall of fame. Everyone wants to make Joey Votto hall of fame, but Paul Konerko's not. I'm like, go, go look at Paul Canerco's every year stats and then go look at Joey Votto every season and then talk to me. Then talk to me paul canerco team canerco uh Mike mayor has been bothering me about this since last night he put in the show sheet today he said i didn't put anything in except the except this the astros in this immaculate in yes I, I i saw so this why do why do i not care about this i don't this is weird i feel like it's, i've become mayor here i don't care about this this is not interesting to me at all uh it came against the same three hitters so okay that's quirky but do you care about this? Is this interesting to you? You
1: know, I I don't necessarily care about it, but um, I did see a friend of mine, Joe Doyle uh, from Prospects Live. He posted um, he posted that I think they said the odds of having an immaculate inning are one in forty thousand, and then the odds of I mean, I think he was just throwing out math numbers here, but he was saying like the odds of having back to, to having two immaculate innings in one game was like one and two one point something billion. So the mm-hmm. odds of two immaculate innings happening were a- almost to none. So the odds of it first happening is pretty incredible. I think they said one 10,000 was like a no hitter. So it is special in its feet, but I do also agree. Like I don't
0: care about immaculate mm. inning. Uh, this is interesting. The, the, the chat's gotten real hot here. This is really good. And this is why I love our people here. Now wonky saying Jack Morris is in the hall of fame. So it means nothing. One game does not a hall of famer make. Jack Morris was the best pitcher in the eighties for the most part in terms of pitching and winning games when that was the standard, which is just figure out a way to win Jack. So Jack would go out there with a five, you know, six run lead and he would just let people hit balls and just, you would just go throw nine innings and let people hit ball. He didn't care. It was before the metrics really entered in. It was that last era before metrics really mattered where they just judged you on wins. Are you winning games? Are you going deep into games? Are you giving innings? That's all everybody cared about. And you know what? Jack Morris showed up in a lot of big games. He showed up in big games for the Twinkies. He showed up in big games for the Tigers. Okay. Jack Morris was a winning pitcher. Jack Morris is a Hall of Famer too. Carrot wonky says.
1: I, I'll tell you, I, I mean, here's a hot take. Uh, I could also yeah. say, I don't care who's in the Hall of Fame. I don't care. Who I love doesn't it. He had only
0: 254 or... wins, 254 wins. No one's going to smell 250 wins in the next 25 years of baseball. Or wherever again, the Twitter 50 wins. Uh, okay. This was in big font. So I had to talk about this. Yankees 30 games over 530. Really I, I just copied and pasted it, but I didn't copy it as plain paste it as plain text. So it just came up the way it was on the, whatever site, when I saw it or whatever Twitter thing, I was like, Oh, look at that 30 games over, but still, can we talk about it? 30 games over. That's an impressive, look. the Yankees are doing it here with judge. They're doing it with the pitching. They're doing it with a closer than Holmes that they didn't think was going to be their closer. Got to give the Yankees credit. They're getting it done.
1: Yeah. Thanks to judge. Thanks to judge. And thanks to all the ancillary pieces. I mean, you have a, you have a rotation. What was it coming into like mid May where your worst ERA starter was Garrett Cole. (laughs) of all your starters, Yeah. Right. You're going to walk into a good amount of wins. Clay Holmes. This is. the, I was also hyper aggressive on Holmes, regardless of what's going on with Chapman, because I really think he should continue being the closer and your offense is clicking all of it working very,
0: very well. And the Yankees are a problem on this day in baseball in 1993, Ken Griffey Jr. Hits his 100th career home run and he becomes the fourth youngest in major league baseball history to hit that mark. Uh, only Mel Ott, Eddie Matthews and Tony Canigliero, uh Tony C from the Boston Red Sox, uh, which is one of the crazy stories. I mean, if you don't know that, that Tony C story, you know, this bright shining young player coming up the same time, you know, as like the Yastrzemski's of the world and it's Yastrzemski and it's Conigliaro and he's a local kid. And then he gets hit in the eye, loses vision in the eye, eventually does come back, has one glorious season and then has to retire because he just can't see anymore. Just a, Mm. crazy story man if you don't know that story don't check it out if you're a newer baseball fan uh but once again you know talking about young guys hitting the 100 mark so i'm question to you and i'll put this to the peanuts and the cracker jacks in the chat too who's next who's next to hit that grouping of the fastest to 100 home runs so who's going to be in that grouping is it a guy like julio rodriguez you think yep that was the the number number one guy on
1: my list julio rodriguez yes sir Okay, yes, is there sir. anybody
0: else in the minor leagues right now or anybody else coming up in baseball that you feel like, yeah, that guy's got a shot at it?
1: Um, well, I mean, I get the, the reason like Julio immediately jumps to that list is because he's a little bit more of a prolific power hitter and he's really, really young. Sure, mm-hmm. there are guys. Uh, Jordan Walker would be one of those guys with the Cardinals. If he gets a call up soon, he's 20 years old, already at double-A, just absolutely mashing. Um that would probably be the bit like I said I, I don't want to bore. we could go a gajillion miles across but if you're looking at young players who are really going to continuously hitting homers Jordan Walker would be the first person that pops my mind but I'm very mm-hmm. much in on Julio getting this because young dude already stashing homers not being sent down not hitting the bumps like Adele and Kelnick yeah mm-hmm. I think we'll be talking about this as Julio Rodriguez in, uh, Kelnick, in a few years Kelnick,
0: Kelnick's I'll give you gets 100 hits in the major leagues <laughs> yeah, at this if point he hits I mean, hundreds yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the stat heroes. Tyler Anderson tops that board. Eight Ks, almost a no hitter. Uh, eight and a third innings, uh, one earned run. Zach Gowan bounced back after a rocky start last time. Five Ks, two earned over seven innings. Kyle Gibson eight innings, one earned six Ks. Spencer Strider with the eleven Ks, magnificent over five and two thirds, but still eleven Ks. You'll take it. Uh, Jose Barrios good again. So man, the Jekyll Hyde of Jose Barrios has got to be just I. I wonder how many people who have this guy on their team have sat him for good starts, started him for bad ones and just hate their life. Would you go out there and trade for Jose Barrios right now? Ooh. Um, see, here's because the of people being frustrated with him and just not like just being just at their wits end. You know, if when someone was good, when frustrated
1: and 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 had some discount, I don't really particularly love the wave writing pitchers. Um, I think there's like a lot of people, at the beginning of the year, we're like, okay, hey, Barrios is struggling. Don't worry about it. We'll get through this. Like, I don't really like those pitchers, so I don't know, regardless of how great he is, that I would go and acquire him because I'll bet
0: you right now you're looking at kind of high costs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. uh Luis Garcia, 9Ks, 6 uh, innings pitch, 1 earned. Great start from Garcia. Corbin mm-hmm. Burns, blowout of the Mets yesterday, 8Ks, no walks, 2 earned, 6Ks. I didn't have to watch too much of the Mets game yesterday, so the kids and I just watched Master Chef instead because the Mets game was not really watchable if you were rooting for the Mets. Shane McClanahan, seven K's, six innings, one earned run. So Shane was good as well. Unfortunately, uh, did not get the decision in that one despite pitching well. Hitters, Johan Moncada. Boy, I don't remember the last time he was on this list positively. Now. Five for six at a home run. Five ribbies, Jake Berger, I guess, you know, all that Jake Berger wants to take your job stuff. (laughs) Manny Machado, three for four with a home run. Ahmed Rosario, three for five with a home run. Four runs scored. And a steal. Austin Riley, and only Austin Riley, two home runs, three for five with four ribbies. Vlad was four for five with a homer, two. He had a monster shot. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle, a two. Jorge Alfaro with a homer. Jose Abreu had a nice day, four for five. Also, I don't know if you saw because it was so hot there. They had uh, Jose Abreu set himself up with a little tent that he made out of towels, which I thought was pretty cool. So he used the Gatorade thing, put some of the towels around and kind of hung out there. Uh, what I thought was pretty. I like the innovation
1: of baseball players at all times. Yeah, it's always my yeah. favorite.
0: Well, I mean, you're sitting there, you know, it's a lot of downtime. You know, this, this is part of the game. Brian Reynolds, uh, Brian Reynolds siding two for three with a home run. And Luke Voigt, who is uh, actually the first guy I talked about in the waiver wire video I just recorded. That should drop sometime later today or tomorrow morning. Luke Voigt, three for five with a homer over the last week hitting 300. Three of his eight home runs have come in the last seven games. Luke Voigt starting to look like Luke Voigt. Now, I know he's a streaky guy, but he's available in almost 50% of formats in CBS. I think he's got it. You got to add him if he's floating around there, just even for no other reason to block somebody else, but he can help you, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not the biggest Luke Voigt fan, uh, but we like we talked about like the hot bats you go with the hot bats when you possibly can Uh, i will say though you know he is carried pretty heavy by that one bad month mm-hmm. in may he did hit 262 in june 273 so that definitely is a heat up factor his average doesn't represent what he's done over the last uh two months and the homers are picking up strikeouts are still a massive problem but you know picked up offense i it's hard to disagree in like a 12 man you could probably justify him as like a util or corner infielder deeper leagues Mm. it's no doubt i don't really see a i don't see a home for 10 team
0: yeah look i mean padres offense coming to life a little bit right here with machado and voight uh bruce zimmerman these were the zeros six earned runs 11 hits gross alex fado Mm. seven earned runs fading him and austin gommer five earned caparillion five earned we went and attacked him yesterday art warren one third of an inning and four earned runs for art art was not good here you go here's your loser hitters Keston Hura 0 for 4 3ks god what a disappointment that guy's Uh, been Aaron Hicks 0 for 3 3ks all those dynasty people who loved Keston Hura the next batting champion every year my god what a disappointment i'm right here sorry. Joe. sorry Cass. Right are you one of those guys No, i no.
1: loved Cass. oh i I've, i uh, saw him since his debut what happened
0: though i interviewed he was, I him
1: mean, in the afl like uh, he, i think he got
0: home run happy and he just undid his swing yeah no i actually couldn't.
1: completely agree with you he that's had, what i think happened to he him. had uh in the very first year he was dealing with this arm issue um when he came out he was like the highest contact you know projected college bat coming out i remember talking with jim callis about this and he had a lot less movement going on in his entire body and was just making solid contact. And then in the AFL, he had this big high front leg kick and he was launching the ball up in the air. And I remember I asked him if it was like, oh, you know, if you had any concerted swing changes and he just like, no. And I was like, well, you clearly do. You like clearly do. Your your swing is more uppercut than it's ever been. And I saw him in his debut, uh, but he didn't even really recognize it. It could have been one of those unconscious things, but it's definitely something in the, you know, also you could look at the Brewers as a whole, like look at where Yelich has gone. You know, I don't know if the team isn't
0: translating. let Let me tell you something, brother. I am not one for this brother. whole firing of, uh, of hitting coaches. If there's one team in major league baseball, that should fire their hitting coach and get a new voice in there. It's the Brewers. Yeah. I for a that. myriad of reasons. The last few years have been absolutely freaking horrible for the Brewers offensively. Christian Yelch is going in the wrong direction. Somebody fresh needs to come into that with a new perspective and attack these guys and say, look, man, what did you do that was working? Let's get back to that. You know, and I don't believe in that. Like I, I'm not like to me, the guy's hitting. He, he Ultimately, that's the person who's going to fail. But when you collectively have fallen off as an organization and you're not developing the prospects either, and you get guys like Hunter Renfro come over and he's not hitting well either, like, something's off there. That's the kind of move you make, and I think that's where yeah. I can stomach it. Yeah, I don't that disagree with that.
1: Me. I mean, Rowdy is well, and Willie Adamas was doing really good, but he's not back doing well. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's not a there's really not a good uh, way to maintain these guys in their development, especially at the younger mm-hmm. level, which you got to worry about because they got a, a bunch of really good, interesting bad. They have one of the hottest prospects in the entire world right now in Dynasty, if you guys care. Uh, Jackson Churio, Joy Weimer's coming mm-hmm. soon. It's a little bit worrisome with how they developed. It is,
0: it's very worrisome. All right, let's get to the home run board because. Somebody's at twenty. Joey, Joey P, number six. I'm coming for you, Larry. I'm right there. Night King in the North. Night King in the North has been at twenty one since I feel like May fifth. I'm pretty sure. Like he's been on. <laughs> he's been at twenty one so long. Unbelievable. Uh, you'll see here. DeBlom and Title Chaser still at twenty three. Cubby's at twenty two. Night King in the North and Larry C tied at twenty one. And I'm at twenty. I'm coming up for that top four, baby. Let's go. Let's go. And then Mike Mayer and, you know, some other people are tied at 19. So there you go. So just, uh, but Mike Mayer back on the board. So good for you. Good for you. Good job, buddy. Doing
1: great, sweetheart. Go. You're doing great.
0: Go. Good for you. Oh, uh, Welsh. How come you're not on that? On
1: I'm, that I'll never be on. I'm I'm trash. I'm I'm worse than Orlando. I'm garbage. <laughs> Wait,
0: what still. are you up to? Are you on 17 still? You're stuck on no, 17. I, I have no, no
1: idea. Probably worse. Way worse. I'll never get another yeah. Homer again. I'm cold as ice. Uh, don't listen to me.
0: All right, look, I, I didn't do it yesterday, so I'm going to do it today. Okay, go cards did not make the board. I don't make the board. Ethan makes the board. He's a hardworking guy. I'm sorry he's not on the board. I'm going to recognize go cards as one of the 19 people. In fact, I'd rather see go cards on there than Mike Mayer's name. So bring it up with Mike Mayer. That's really the problem. Let's get to betting pros and let's get to bet MGM, the king of sports books. Bet $10, win 200 when you sign up today and download the bet MGM app. Or go to betmgm.com, bet responsibly, and bet with the promo code leading off. One word leading off. Do it. It's good for you. Have some fun. uh, And bet the over with Spencer Strider. Uh, Let's get to some of the props today. It's Sugar House, Otani, six and a half Ks. I like the over on that, minus 104. You're actually getting a pretty good number there. Xander Bogart's at Bet MGM, one and a half total bases at plus 105. Joe Musgrove at FanDuel, five and a half strikeouts. Bro. Against the Cubs, bro. This bro. game's at two o'clock immediately after this show. Please go put money on this. Minus 148 to the juice. I don't care. Put it in with something else. Uh, Kevin Gossman, six and a half K's on DK. I like the over on that one too against Baltimore. So Musgrove at five and a half. That's a smash. Yeah, I'm bro.
1: I'm broing with you for sure. That was the top one before I even looked at your board, Uh, three straight games. He's hit those K's. I am in with the Musgrove against the Cubs. I also like George Kirby, five strikeouts, uh, angels, second most K's per game in the league. Right, uh, right now around nine, they're averaging over 12 over the last three games. So I might take advantage of that. And uh, Rafael Devers, total bases mm-hmm. one and a half over because he he's hit all those homers. He's hot. It's a great total base number. <sighs> and uh, you know, might talk about him here in a little bit.
0: You know, it's crazy, dude, because Judge getting all the attention, but Devers has been fantastic. Sticking it up. I mean sticking it yeah. up, buddy. All right. Starting pitchers today over in the main slate tonight on uh, DK. You got Severino at nine four, you got Zach Wheeler at nine six. Both are in play, but I prefer Zach Wheeler. It's a much better matchup, just go that route. Uh, your secondary arms there, show you how just eight point two. Uh, or you could pick a side of the Mets game, which is Ashby at seven, one or title the terrible at 8.6. God. I prefer Wheeler with Otani uh, and then just make the offense work. Get the pitchers right on DK tonight. I think you could do that. And that's the pairing. I think you're in good shape. A lot of strikeouts to be had there. Um, both of those opponents there for Wheeler and Otani on the fan dual side, single pitcher, um, just best Zach Wheeler lineup wins for me. That's the way I'm going tonight. So Otani's 10.2 is a secondary arm. I love him. is a lot more volatility. I think Severino is going to be very heavily rostered. So I would fade away from him. And if you want to go, you know, in tournaments with somebody different, then you can go with Ashby at 8.2 against the Mets offense right now, which is, you know, could be without Marte today, possibly too. Uh, Which brings us to our home run calls. And I'm just going to let it ride with Manny Mo, Manny Machado, making history theme of the show today. Certainly going to be the, uh, the talk of the town. So Manny Machado, let's go. And for you, Welsh, where are you going with your home run?
1: I'm going to cool off uh, Rafael Devers by picking him and assuring he will not hit a homer uh, tonight, but he will hit a double. So I love my to- I love my total base marker way more than my home mm-hmm. run call because I do not call homers.
0: Those well, look, everybody gets on a heater eventually. You'll get on the heater, I'm sure. Uh, speaking of heaters, sure. Uh, Mike Mayer is so hot right now for Reese Hoskins. I mean, it's just like Hoskins every day. So I don't know. I I heard, you know, maybe he's a little mad at Ryan Mountcastle. Hit a couple home runs yesterday. He didn't have them. so now he's just becoming the Reese Hoskins mm. guy. I don't know. You know, he did go to Philly last week to watch a game with uh, our our friend, and I feel like, you know, well maybe he just got a little heavily influenced there in the Philadelphia time. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it seems like every day Reese Hoskins. So there you have it. So if you want to make a home run call, go into our Discord chat again. We're giving away a prize for the month of June. I promise, though. If I have the most home runs in the month of June, I'm going to make this a, a statement for the people. Cause I don't know. I've got a lot in June so far. June's been,
1: been, been pretty good, good, good
0: to, to Joey P. If I'm the winner, I will pick out somebody that I think is deserving to win that shirt instead. That is not me. So either the next person in home runs or somebody who's been in the chat every day, anybody, but Dr. Glenn, I will pick uh, somebody, anybody, anyone, hashtag, but, doc. but Dr. Glenn. But Dr. Yeah. Glenn. Well, he's, although he did change it to, uh to uh rando's rando is over so maybe maybe he's oh, back okay maybe so he
1: said okay he's officially said that it's over it's over but, by the way i'll be in uh <laughs> i'll be in uh stages tonight if uh, a little bit later oh, today good. if anybody wants to uh come and hang out if you're a part of it
0: another reason to join stay uh join our discord the stages you gotta be a premium member but i'm telling you it's worth it if you got stuff you're trying to work out with trades you got stuff you're trying to work out with lineups whatever you got welsh can help you out so go over to discord chat to join go to bet mgm to make your bets and of course make sure you like this video and subscribe to fantasy pros mlb channel are we up to 8k yet i don't know how many we're up to but i want to be there That's good we're question. getting closer i'm not sure exactly what the number is mike Mayer probably knows off the top of his head it's getting closer it's got to be like seven and a half or in that range let's get to eight want to drive this bad boy who knows where we can get to, but we get there with you and we appreciate you watching and listening and hanging out, talking baseball with this. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for the Welsh. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Outcastle.